Happy Labor Day weekend, everybody. I uh, want to go ahead and talk about a topic this week that has been on my mind after the discussions we've had over the past week and a half on emotional intelligence. So go ahead and stick around and hopefully we can have something really insightful to talk about this week. Now, go ahead and start off this conversation. Um, I would like to go ahead and talk about the difference between IQ and EQ. IQ being the intelligence, uh, intellectual intelligence, and EQ being your emotional intelligence. Whereas IQ is really standard uh, from the time you're born. It doesn't really grow or shrink. It's pretty standard and baseline. Um, whereas your emotional intelligence is something you can actually grow on yourself to become a better person for not only yourself, but those around you as well. Now, emotional intelligence at the base level description I gave, you know, that's not really it though. It's There's much more to it than that. And on the reading in the book on emotional intelligence 2.0, there's really four things that that really stood out to me as being the most important. And those are the skills you need to have that make up your emotional intelligence. So to start with, you have your personal competence, which is are made up of your social awareness and your self-management. With your social awareness is being your ability to accurately perceive your own emotions, and then your self-management being the ability to act or not act based off of your emotions. Whereas your social competence is gonna be your understanding of the outside world with your social awareness being your perception of others' uh, emotions and then your relationship management, which is how you use those emotions to maintain a relationship between the people around you. Now, the real big difference here uh, between these is that there really is no difference. They actually all tie in together. You can try to distinguish them, but without one, you're going to lack in the other. So without self-awareness, you're not going to have a really good self-management. And without social awareness, you're not going to have a really good relationship management. All of these tie in together to go ahead and make up what we have defined as the emotional intelligence. And to me, that is actually one of the most important factors I picked up from this book because I am a person that likes definition and understanding, and this has provided me with that. Now. One thing I do want to mention here is that your emotions, they are a physical response. That's why you're able to grow your EQ and try to become a better person because of that. Now, th those physical responses, you may notice them to be, you know, when you're embarrassed, your face gets a little red, your hands get a little sweaty. Um, or, you know, if you're in an awkward situation, your body may be trying to back out of a room. All of these are physical responses to your emotions and the way you're currently feeling in that moment. Going a little bit further into that, 36% 36 36 of people are only able to accurately identify their emotions as they happen. Now, with that being a physical response, I personally think that this is because your emotions are supposed to be fed into you so that way you can respond to them as a as a response, like a flight or flight kind of method, maybe not to that drastic of a measure to where you're on either extreme. However, though, your body is trained to listen to your emotions first before you're, before you're able to actually rationalize everything that's going on. You're wanting to take those emotions and run with them based off of those first perceptions you've received from them. Now, I can say for myself that from a physical standpoint, um, it can be a bit hard for me, especially on the personal competence side, because I can be a bit prideful. I can take my emotions and I, after rationalizing them, I can kind of disregard them, which is not necessarily a bad thing, but to the point that I don't, uh, a lot of times I may not even take them into regard at all in post, uh, 
event. So I know for me personally, uh, when it comes to looking at EQ and trying to develop myself better, I don't want to disregard my emotions after I analyze them. I need to figure out a way to learn from them, a way to better myself um, in situations that may eventually arise again, that may evoke a similar response. So that way myself, I can either one, harness my emotion to my strength, or two, realize that my emotion is actually trying to tell me that, hey man, you're probably not in the best situation right now. So gracefully, get out of it. <laughs> that's that's the way I, I determine is that I need to understand my emotions better in the long run, even after they happen. Now, I can say, though, that I'm, I'm possibly getting better at understanding my emotions. Uh, recently was a dad. Um, daughter just turned a year. And having a, having a daughter now really kind of makes me understand, you know, may not be the best time to just react to my emotions. You know, for her sake, I may need to be able to rationalize them a little bit more so that way she doesn't see me responding possibly not in the best way to a certain situation especially as she gets older and starts to understand more of the world around her and communication and especially when she's trying to pick up on things from either myself or her mother um so i would say definitely having a kid uh has kind of changed my perspective a little bit um in terms of it's not just me anymore with my emotions. My emotions are going to be affecting others. And I didn't realize that until uh, she came into the world. And I'm going to continue to grow on that as she gets older. So that way I can try to become the best person I can be for her. So she's not seeing me uh, responding and uh, picking up on those. And then, you know, maybe not being putting her in the best situations in the future. Now, I do want to take a step away from kind of my experiences with EQ and talk about some possible historical figures that have some really great examples of some higher EQ. Um, so to start with, you know, one person that really sticks out to me as far as somebody that has to have their emotions under control and use them to their benefit would probably be FDR. Franklin Delano Roosevelt was a president that was serving during the times of the Great Depression and the Second World War when times were very volatile and emotions were running wild. And yet he was somebody that was able to bring it all together, harness them and present them as a strength, not only for himself, but the entire country. His emotions and his resolve with his emotions not only uh, propelled him, but it also propelled the entire country to out of the Great Depression and to um, ultimately becoming one of the one of the uh, superpowers after the Second World War. So, and on the first side of that, you have people like, let's say, Hitler. Um, I personally think he probably had a really, really low EQ because he, historically, he would, um, if, you, if you've read up on him, he was a painter that would go, he wanted, his dream was to go to art school, but he just couldn't ever do it. And he let his emotions get to him that eventually led him down the path that he was at to let his emotions blame the Jewish population and um, blaming those around him more so than the fallacies within himself to improving himself to become a better person. Um, so just those stark differences there. And it's not to be that, that's not to define good and evil itself, but that's just really to say that the emotions both of these individuals had, they were just harnessed differently by them internally, and they ultimately had a huge impact on the world itself. Just mind-blowing to think about, about how much EQ has to do within our lives and the people around us when you think about it. 
Now, moving more towards today, um, one thing I do want to talk about is our our scrutinizing of EQ. Now, that's to say that all of us do it, but we just may not understand that we're doing it. When we are watching a debate uh, between presidents or any kind of po uh, political figure, we're watching for their emotions. We're watching to see how they respond initially. That's why these debates are set up. They want to see how you respond in the moment and how your emotions take over versus your rationalization. If you clam up and you get all scared, that's that's a bad sign for your potential voters to want to lean towards you. You know, they need to see stoicism. They need to see you be a leader. Um, you can look also at, you know, say some of um, George W. Bush's old uh, speeches that he would give, uh, his press conferences he would give. He was a bit uh, rambled to say the least, and he was just somebody that would sit there and talk just to talk. And there's some pretty funny quotes that he's had. And that's not to say that his emotional intelligence was low, but he just, he let his, um, he would let his emotions just verbally flow out of him um, in the form of speech that people would just look at him sometimes and be like, what are you talking about, man? So ultimately nowadays, we, we all look at emotional intelligence and we judge it, but we just may not understand that that's what we're doing. And to really wrap all of this up, you know, EQ is something that I believe that we all need to have a better understanding of because we all utilize it. It's something that whenever we all come together and we look at it, we can say that, yes, you know, EQ is of vital importance, not only to our self, but to the way we manage relationships around us and the way we communicate with those around us. Because without a, without a really solid EQ, you will, you can look to be, a bit rambled, a bit disheveled, and your stoicism is not there. And that's what I really want to encapsulate with this podcast is to say that EQ is something that we all need to develop. We need to keep pushing for a higher EQ because the more we understand our emotions within ourselves with social competence and personal competence, then the more we are able to wrap all of that up to become a more well-defined individual. Thanks for listening, and I hope you guys have a great week.